James has no fucking idea what's going on. He just learned how the show works just now. He thought he was just on vacation with Aaron this whole time. And now he's like, I have to make a choice. I know this podcast is a very big part of your life. You've mentioned it to me multiple times. Kind of a, you know, a Bachelor Nation groupie. No, 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 hold on with me, Derek. One thing that I said that's false, Derek. Don't insult my intelligence. Hi, Emily. Hi, Kayla. I really think that tonight, so you're getting over a cold, and I really think that tonight could be like your Phoebe Buffet, where we learn that like maybe you're going to sound like so sexy in this recording. Honestly, I used to like lose my voice, I feel like, more. I love my voice when I lose it. Unfortunately, in this case, it's like, like just horrendous congestion. So I just sound like a caricature of a sick child, but, um, you know, hoping for the best. So I'm also not drinking, which is crazy. I'm drinking tea. I behaved myself for the finale. I'm pissed. Like I have wine stocked and I haven't been able to drink it. If I get tired enough, it's possible I'll just pour one out. I'll be like, fuck it. My health is second to Bachelor in Paradise finale. (laughs) I traveled to my new apartment uh, with Ben this week. And so I'm here and I forgot my podcast microphone. So I am recording on Ben's um, Xbox headset. And I'm going to be livid if I sound higher quality on this than I do on our legitimate podcast mics I will be pissed so Jeff Bezos I'm coming for you over the Amazon mics (laughs) if that's the case but the bright side is you'll live with Ben so he just is not allowed to play video games on like Wednesdays from like 8 30 to 9 30 (laughs) you have to use his mic (laughs) if you guys are oh Emily please he's got multiple he's literally playing video games right now um Also, if you're like an OG fan of the pod and you've been listening for a while, you will remember one time I was staying with Ben and he saw my podcast recording as an opportune time to clean out his freezer behind me. And we included it on a cut clip on our Instagram of me literally muting myself and screaming at him to stop cleaning out the freezer. And tonight I asked him, if I said I was recording and I was like, can you please finish building the entryway table? And he stared at me like I had seven heads because that would require like power tools. Like, so if you hear like drills and like bulldozers (laughs) as if it takes like a bulldozer, if you hear like loud machinery, it's just Ben building a table. If you hear loud machinery, it's coming from my apartment. But if you hear a bulldozer, it's most definitely coming from outside Emily's apartment per usual. A hundred percent. Most noise will be coming from my apartment unless my cat does something absolutely wild. So anyway, let's get let's get right into it. Honestly, this was one of my favorite finales um, of Paradise. Could have been two hours. Three hours was unnecessary. But I think the reason is that Last Paradise had Nicole and Clay, and that was the hardest. I hate them, and it was so hard for me to watch. I I hated them together. I honestly forgot about them. Yeah, well, I did until last night, because I was like, why does this feel more pleasant? And then I was like, right. (laughs) Because I actually like the three couples that, you know, we'll get into it. But That we got from this. Well, Well, the five. Well, the sixth. (laughs) Literally more couples than have ever left this show. Um, well, I just tweeted too. I think that when they get married, they have to do it like four wedding style. Like it's a competition and they all go to each other's (laughs) weddings and they have to like rate like the food and shit. And it's like, our, our wedding is safari themed. And it's like, why? I love that show is such trash. That would be iconic if they did a crossover. All the paradise couples. I hate to be a pessimist. Well, I don't really hate it, but (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say like, Mari and Kenny aren't making it down the aisle. We know this. I mean, like not to be a jerk, but like they're not. They're not. Joe and Serena, I could see, honestly, uh, Riley and Marissa are the couple that I'm the most solid. I'm like, they're going to be together forever. Like, totally. Riley and Marissa, they're getting married. Joe and Serena, they're probably getting married. Mari and and Kenny will get married. Joe and Serena will get married eventually in Mm -hmm. like six years. Like, they're going to take a while. Um, cause she's only 23 too. Yeah. So, but yeah, Mari and Kenny, I mean, I'm happy for them, but like, what's going on? So anyway, 
Anyways, we kick it off with Lil Jon not being the host anymore, but somehow he's still narrating the action. Like he's telling us what's going to happen in the episode. And I just want to know, how much did they pay Lil Jon for his contract with Bachelor in Paradise? I feel like he's not cheap. And they have him narrating all the week's events. Like, I mean, it's fine, but I'm just like, how much is he being paid? And can they re like allocate those funds to pay a better stylist? Like literally. It's so bad. It's so bad. And on Paradise, they mostly style themselves, but like. Right, right, right. Regardless, like what is going on? Although Michelle looks good. So maybe they just hated Katie. I think they did. Anyway. (laughs) True. So So we pick up with again the nothing sandwich that we left off on that is irrelevant now but this was just the producers being like you either leave engaged or you break up and Abigail and Noah were like I guess we're gonna break up now I was seeing stuff online about this that people think that Thomas and Becca and Noah and Abigail breaking up was like producer prompted yeah because they I do need some couples to break up like not everybody can leave happy otherwise there's no drama right so people were thinking that because Becca and Thomas clearly weren't going to get engaged and neither Renoa and Abigail that producers were like what if you break up like just for tv just break up right which honestly would make sense to me yeah a lot of contestants who've been on the show in the past have been very adamant that producers don't do stuff like that and the events are organic but like the whatever but I'm like No, because Thomas and Becca, like Noah and Abigail, I could buy that they broke up organically because Noah panicked or whatever, but Becca and Thomas were literally fine. And then Becca was like, I don't think I could do this. Their breakup was like ridiculous to watch, which we'll get into it. I was like, this is stupid. Noah and Abigail's breakup was a little more believable. Yeah. Um, But it was still weird because like she said a million times, he like literally was like, I'm falling in love with you. And then like four hours later was like, it's over. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't make any sense. It made no sense. So I really do kind of think it was a producer thing that was just like, if you're not going to get engaged, break up. Yeah. Um, And like they wanted to leave together, I'm sure, which is like, you know, whatever. Dean and Kaylin left together and it was fine, but who cares? They wanted drama. I don't care. So anyway, this was just like a big bowl of nothing soup because they're just saying the same thing back and forth. And she's like, I don't understand. And he's like, you're not my person. And I'm like, how many times do you have to say this? Yeah. And then, why are you like brutalizing her? It was like mean. Uh, <laughs> I was like, also, I want to get back together with this guy, even if this was an act. <laughs> literally, I'd be like, wow, you said those things kind of convincingly. Um, yeah. And then we see Noah in the back of the limo when he decides to leave. Um, and the thing that like broke my heart was he was like, even if it was fake, whatever. The, the thing that I was like, wow, give this man an Oscar was when he was in the limo and he was like, um, our, I enjoyed every minute we had together. You know, we were, we were great, but we weren't that meaning like they weren't going to get engaged. They weren't going to get, you know, whatever. And I was like, if I'm Abigail watching this and I'm fully dating this man now, I'd be like sitting next to him watching this. I'm like, how are you explaining this away bestie so she he leaves doesn't say bye to anyone and then uh abigail goes in and tells the girls and then like serena sobs for her and all the girls are like what is going on and everybody basically is shaking in their boots because this is like we thought they were so solid which makes no sense but whatever and everyone's like they were the couple everybody looked up to and now they broke up so everybody's worried about themselves well, I also um, thought something that was so funny is Abigail comes in and tells everybody, basically. She tells the girls, then she tells everybody. Yep. And then, like, 30 seconds later, Mari comes in and, like, tells them again. She's like, so Noah and Abigail are going home. And I was like, we know. She literally just told us, sister. Thank you. I don't understand. Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, uh, again, this all took so long. And I was like, what's going Like, okay. Yeah, too um, long. But time to think about how serious you are. Meanwhile, like two of these people got here yesterday. Some of these couples have had exactly one conversation and they're like, you gotta get engaged. And I was like, I hope that they do. I wish Aaron and Tia got engaged. That would have been fucking amazing. They made out once and then they go down and they get engaged the next day. Golden television, golden. Um, but (laughs) like, I was like, what the fuck are you saying? So then everybody's whatever worried. And then they're all back at the ranch and, uh, Wells is giving them 
it's like the cocktail, it goes into the cocktail party that doesn't yeah, happen, quote, right? the, the quote cocktail party that they're like, you know, how right. this is the last day and we're telling you to have these important conversations. Well, we're going to cut the time that you could have used Fuck to you. have them. <laughs> <laughs> like spitting in their faces. <laughs> oh, you want to talk one last time? <laughs> like, fuck you eat rocks so so yeah wells gives the talk of like if you don't know now you'll never know and he's like the cocktail party's canceled and you really got to start thinking about if these connections are worth it so then we're going into the rose ceremony and this is the time i thought honestly i would have been like i'm not if i were a guy giving out a rose who wasn't that connected to someone aka james and aaron i'd be like no i'm not giving out this fucking rose and- like like yeah but he was trying (laughs) he He wanted to fuck one thing about ed is he wanted to fuck mckenna (laughs) like so she was getting that rose um (laughs) but they all do give out roses shocking yeah we give out roses so aaron uh his was a little bit up for debate because he uh got chelsea's rose last time but then he made out with tia at the prom so he gives his rose to Tia, um, Ed again up in the air because he was kind of with Natasha, but then he went on a date with my Kenna. He gives his to my Kenna, um, which means that going home are Natasha and Chelsea, two of my favorite people, but yeah. I can't speak for Chelsea, but I was glad to see Natasha go home just because I was like, she's not found something and it's not her fault. She's an amazing person. Her person is just not there. And it just felt like week after week, like, figuring out like if Natasha was going to stay and whatever. And I'm like, no girl needs to go home. She needs to date off of this show. And if they make her the bachelorette down the road and she chooses to accept it, I would love that. But like, this was not for her. And I was like, she needs to go home. No. And I don't think it was really for Chelsea either. I mean, she had even like kind of less deep connections than Natasha did. And like those also were like going nowhere. So as sad as it was to see them go because we like them both it was like yeah it's the fucking last week so like right. we're not gonna miss you that much uh and yeah natasha very much gets a bachelorette edit in her limo ride because she's yeah she's giving the the whole speech that you know they often give when they're the bachelorette which is it's just never me and i'm never chosen and i don't know why and whatever um gorgeous speech but very much a bachelorette lineup for um, for natasha which i would love Um, to be honest so then wells the next day they wake up after the rose ceremony and wells is like paradise is over and dean and kaylin are here now this is some tea that i actually found out on instagram adam gotchalk who is married to raven gates slash gotchalk um informed everybody on his Instagram story that it was actually Raven and Adam who were first asked to come down and host this. But they found out that Raven was pregnant like a week before and then she didn't want to travel because pregnant and COVID and whatever. But it would have made infinitely more sense for Raven and Adam to host this date. Also, the number two should have been Dylan and Hannah G. I don't even like them that much and it should have been them. Dean and Kaylin, who I love together, one of my favorite bachelor couples made no goddamn sense because i was like they were hosting the conversation about like get engaged or break up and they broke the show did neither left live in a van like they don't meet any they're still not married and they like don't they don't buy into like societal standards of like saying i love you like they're wackos i love them they're wackos i was like this is the antithesis of what this show is trying to promote which honestly (laughs) i found hilarious like i thought it was great except for the fact that they were like reading off of the largest cue cards ever that which were out of sight hidden Sounded I was like, like they were giving speeches this? for their fourth grade student it, council election. It sounded like Wells wrote it on a napkin and then like <laughs> gave it to them five minutes before and was like, memorize this. <laughs> and they were like, we found love on the beach. And I was like, oh my God. We fall more control? in love every day. <laughs> so stupid. Unplug and plug these people back in. The robots are not working. <laughs> it was super weird. Um, yeah, Dean and Kaylin are here. Yeah, so they're basically like, you guys got to figure out what you want to do. And uh, we kind of see Kenny start to worry about the age difference between him and Mari for the first time, which I was like, maybe you should have worried about this sooner. Like, I get it. He's 15 years older than her. That's cause for maybe a little bit of concern. Questions. Why wasn't this like concerning on their first date? I I don't don't understand. 
it makes no sense. And to be fair too, I have questions about her response to this because he pulls, Kenny pulls Mari and he's like, you know, the age difference. And I think the thing about Mari's answer to this that is like weird to me is that she's like, but I've done everything. She's 25. I've done everything I want to do and I'm ready to settle down and da da da. What my response is, or would have been, especially with a guy like Kenny, who's 40 but can party, is like, I don't feel like I'm going to be missing out on those young things when I'm with you. Because I feel like I can still live a life that I want to live with you. I don't feel like I'm missing out on life just because we're together. That would have been more of what I expected from her because he's like the the young one. Like he acts young. He can hang. He can party. Like- I, I was surprised that her answer was like, I've already done everything I want to do. Let's fucking get married. Yeah, <laughs> I was, like, was kind of like, Mari, huh, like, huh. Mari, if you want to party, you're literally dating the least mature person on the beach and he has 10 years on everybody. Literally. I was like, I don't think he'll care, honestly. Like, <laughs> just literally weird. I was like, this is. This is I awesome. think he's just asking because they told him to ask, but I think yeah. he'd prefer it if you said you wanted to go out and party with whatever the fuck boy yeah. band he manages. Totally. I don't know. So then the next person that gets pulled is Thomas pulls Becca, who seems like she's fine with Thomas right up until this very moment. Although the one thing I will say that made sense that she said was she said she felt like she hadn't seen a very human side of Thomas. And she said that he seems too good to be true and that he's always saying the right things, which is what we always say about Thomas. It's not that anything he says is wrong or bad. It's just like he's saying it because he like was in the boyfriend factory and this is like his, there's a snake in my boot. Totally. Like he's totally like he, he came right out of the boyfriend factory. And that's always been my thing with him. I actually, at this point, don't even actively dislike Thomas, especially knowing now what we know, but it just, it, that's my whole issue with him on both of the shows he's been on is I'm just like, he says anything that makes him sound good. Yeah. And so I got it, even though it was super weird. She was like very cold, like colder than Becca normally is. And he was like sobbing. And I was like, this is really weird. Like, yeah, I but don't like sobbing feel like in kind of a fake way. Yeah. Like not real. Like I was like, you're very yeah. much acting like I don't know like what's going on it was like super put on it was almost like he was trying to get a bachelor edit like by crying so much um then again this was staged it was just kind of like what the fuck is what it was really weird I was like I can't even watch this like I was just uncomfortable because it was very clearly kind of fake I was like I don't know it felt a manipulative too Like, it felt like, I'm going to cry so that I get my way. And I was like, nah. (laughs) But I think the thing that came out of it that I think really, if it was real, I think the thing that came out of it was Becca making this firm and solid decision going away and him being like, why do you want to have what ifs? Like, we don't know if we're going to work in the real world because we've never been in the real world. Like, why are, and I understood what he was saying too of like, yeah, it's been too good in paradise because we're in paradise. Like, we don't know if it would work in the real world because we've never been in the real world. Like, why are you going to throw in the towel before we even try? Right. Which, if it was a real breakup, then that's a very fair point. It's kind of like, okay, well, why are you throwing it in when you don't know if it's going to work or not? We haven't even tried. Literally. I also think this is fair on Becca's part. If she did want to leave with Thomas, but like, you know, didn't want to get engaged. She's been engaged on TV twice. I get it, yeah. dude. I wouldn't want to get engaged a third time, like on television. Yeah. I very much would be like, let's just like leave and date. But I don't know what the breakup thing was about, but I totally get it if that's what she was going yeah. for. Like if it was just like, I don't want to get engaged again. I'm like, word up. So the next way. thing that killed me is uh the guys are considering uh like who's gonna talk next to the girl. What are they gonna do? Ed is like, I really like my Kenna. I'm going to like talk to her. I'm going to see if she wants to keep this going outside paradise. And he, he walks away to go talk to my Kenna and someone, I forget who, I think it's Kenny goes classic Ed considering going to the fantasy suite with a girl he met yesterday. (laughs) That wrecked me because it was so true. I was like, she literally just got here. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I just like, he was, he came on so strong when he talked to her. Like, I understand 
the the thought of and I I honestly think it could have worked with James and Anna if if Ed had gone to her and been like hey I know we live far away from each other and I know you just got here but I really had a lot of fun on our date would it be okay if we exchange numbers and maybe keep in touch once we get out of here and just see what happens yeah that would have been like a very normal thing to say yeah but Ed is like will you be my wife and like <laughs> my wife, he like already had begged her to like take him on the date. Like last week, she didn't even want to take him on the date actively. And so then he was like, oh, she's really into me. Let me try this again. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm sure they had fun. It seemed like they had fun, but like, you're he not just, her dream man. Like, it's fine. And if also, he had just coolly asked if they could exchange numbers and keep in touch, I'm sure she would have been like, yeah, I would love that. She totally would have been like, DM me on Instagram. We can keep in touch. Maybe we'll see each other. Like, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Yeah. And then he was like, I want to have sex with you. I want to make love to you tonight. Tomorrow, <laughs> I want to put a ring on your finger. My beautiful baby angel who I met 24 hours ago. I was like, this is the most insane shit I've ever fucking seen. And honestly, if anybody was going to say yes to it, it would have been Mike Hanna. So it would have been. He wasn't totally off, <laughs> but she just wasn't. If, if it had been another guy asking her this, she totally would have been like, yes. <laughs> also, uh, she just after, wasn't that into Ed, obviously. What killed me was after she explained herself like seven times, he goes, so you're just going to bail on me? And she's like, yeah because at this point she's explained herself so many times Literally. and it's not getting it's not penetrating his waxy skin into his skull and so finally Mike kind of reaches a point where she's like, like yeah I'm bailing like I don't know what you want me to say I'm going home and like yeah that's the other thing he kept fighting it she was like no I don't really think that's a good idea and he's like what do you mean do you want to are you are you sure do you want to try and she's like no I don't to and he's like I I would like to do you want to she's like I'm leaving so 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 awkward like I was like Ed what what are you doing man what are you doing and then he goes up to the guys and he goes boys I got dumped and it was so funny it was (laughs) so possibly my like well my second favorite thing that happened because my favorite's coming up yeah your favorite's Um, coming so it was super funny and then he goes it's like so weird I mean, Speaking of the funniest moment we got on Paradise, it comes after this, which is when James decides to pull Anna. And we get in the moment of Anna explaining, actually very like kind of sad, where she's like, I feel like guys are always interested in me. And then as soon as I get interested in them, they're not interested anymore. And she was like, I feel really comfortable around James. I feel like I can be myself around James. And she says, like, I know that we only went on one date. I just got here. But like, I just want to explore it in the real world and see what could happen. AKA the thing that if Ed had said, he and Mike Hanna would have probably gone to the fantasy suite, to be honest. But Anna, I thought Anna had a perfectly rational, like, yeah, I like him, but we don't really know each other. But like, maybe we could hang out in real life. And so he pulls her and she tells him this. And she says it very maturely, very whatever. Mm -hmm. And James is like, um yeah like I had fun but like I just don't really think like you're the one for me to and James did express this pretty well like I was watching it and I was like he's he's pretty like eloquent like he knows kind of he said I think what he meant and he unlike Aaron didn't like rush this like he was like yeah you know I just like he was honest about it and I was like okay you handled it pretty decently well it sucked but it was like okay But the one thing that I will say I didn't like about it is when Anna said, I feel a little bit let on. I understand that because they were just being all lovey-dovey and cute at the prom. They had a rose ceremony last night. He gave her a rose. Like if you had no, you knew paradise was wrapping up. If you knew that you weren't that into her and that you didn't see this going anywhere in the real world why didn't you just let her go at the rose ceremony? You know, like you guys, I was saying, I was like, these two did not need to give out roses last night. I was like, this was really weird. Like I was like, I don't know. Maybe that's another pressure thing where they're like, wait till tomorrow. But I was just like, this is bizarre. Like they did not need to do this, but. Yeah. So, um, also James's little speech to her is exactly why there shouldn't be arrivals that late in the game, because it's like, 
of course, Anna thinks, okay, we had a great date and we had fun at the prom and he gave me a rose last night. Like he'd at the very least be interested in like hanging out with me in the real world. And then he's like, no. And I was like, oh, like, I don't love that. It was really weird. Like, I, I hate that they added these two last week. I think that that was really stupid. Um, yeah. They're not, nobody who comes on the last week is ever going to get anything out of it. Ever. Yeah. They're never going to get anything out of it. Maybe they'll get somebody who like outside of paradise, if they live in the same city, will hang out with them. <laughs> but yeah. like, they could just do that anyway with the way this franchise works these days. Like if you live around somebody, even if you live across the country from somebody in this franchise, but you are interested in them, you can date them. Like literally. Brendan yeah. and Piper are proof. So yeah. <laughs> like- so uh, yeah I just hate that they added her and I feel for her because I was like this sucks man like it's like of course she thinks that there's an interest there and he's unfortunately (laughs) I think also it's like dude this is the exact connection James has had six times during this yeah during this whole experience so like for him it's like not that deep because he's he's felt this for like five other people (laughs) who it wasn't that deep with so he's probably just like, dude, it's the same thing, like whatever. Um, but but then yeah, we get a weird. beautiful moment out of it because I mean, the most pure love story of, of the franchise. Because James goes to Aaron and says, I ended it with Anna. I'm booking a flight to San Diego right now, tonight. You want to come? Because they both live in San Diego. And Aaron was like, yeah, sure, dude. And he's like so excited about it. And then he's like, I just got to go talk to Tia real quick. And the other guys are sitting there. Joe and Riley are sitting there like looking between the two of them. Like, what the fuck are we watching? But then, you know what I loved? I loved that Joe, as they were plotting this to leave. Joe goes, you know what? Those are two good guys. They're here for the right reasons. They just didn't find their person. Like, it's fine. But so Aaron's like, quote, I just got to go talk to Tia real quick. Real quick real quick and oh boy was it like oh boy was it real quick he runs to Tia and he's like hey can we talk and she's like yeah like she's excited they made out last night at the prom like oh my god like what's gonna happen she's like maybe we're gonna hang out yeah like maybe we'll like stay or like hang out outside of this and he's like he literally doesn't pull her to a day bed he doesn't pull her to sit down no no no. he pulls her like right around the corner from where she already was sitting with all the women and he's like hey listen like I really like you you're really cool I'd love to get your number and like hang out with you if you're ever in in SD, but James is leaving right now and I got to go with him. We got here together and we're going to leave together. <laughs> and, and that's why Tia's like, Tia's like, wait, are you, are you serious? Are you fucking kidding me right now? And he's like, yeah, I got to go right now. He's like, and I'm she's serious. Like, and she's like, oh. <laughs> and then Tia just starts like, this is why I love Tia. She's got a great sense of yeah. humor, but Tia just starts cracking up and she's like, I hate you. Yeah. She's like, like I literally why? hate them. I literally hate them. And this is, Tia is the perfect person for this to happen to. There is yeah. not a better person on this beach for yeah. Aaron. Because, like, Aaron could not have done this to any other woman and had this reaction. Tia's like, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Like, you guys are so stupid. So she, then we get an excellent montage of the boys running down the beach together to go to their limo. They get in the limo piggyback together. on piggyback. Aaron on James's back. They get into the limo together and James says, and I quote, I came here looking for love and I'm leaving with a best friend. And that's big facts. It's guy love between two guys. He also said at one point, I didn't find romance, but I did find bromance <laughs> when he was pulling Aaron to leave. And then he goes, bro, like Aaron and him were doing that bit. That's like, bro, you're my world, bro. <laughs> This is the funniest, this is the funniest shit I've seen on this show. You know why we love it so much? (laughs) We love it so much because if we went on Bachelor in Paradise, this would a hundred percent be us. Dude, these two dudes scammed a full, they were there from day, what, they were both there day one, right? Mm -hmm. Day fucking one to the last, second to last day, a full vacation, never falling in love once and just being best friends. That is the scam of the century. I am so proud of them. <laughs> like they literally killed it. I am so proud. I just, and they're just so happy. They're like, I get to leave with my best friend and go home. And now, you know, they're roommates. They hang out yeah, all the time. I was going to say, I did not realize they were roommates now. Yeah. Literally obsessed with each other. I'm obsessed. I loved it. It was honestly the funniest thing I've seen on this franchise. Like since Aaron's big facts 
outro. Yeah. This is like, this is up there. Like this was so, so, and it was so, I love that the franchise like gave into it. Cause it's always been a bit on social media. Everyone's like these bros, they're best friends. But yeah. like literally the, the franchise was like, you know what? We're going to give them an exit. Like, And the, the other gift we got out of their exit was the exit of Tia, yeah. who has <laughs> been very open on social media. Even when it was first announced, she was going on Paradise. She was like, this will be my last time that I do a Bachelor show. It's not that she like regrets any of it or anything she's just tired of it and she's like this yeah. if I she literally said she was like if I don't find love this time I'm not going back like no and so Tia's like wheeling her suitcase through the sand it cuts Which, to like, her they have people to do so this was like purely for the bit they were like Go. yeah <laughs> it cuts to her and she's like fuck this beach like fuck like it was so funny like I love her so much like she I has the best her. sense of humor but she was like, fuck this. I'm leaving single. Fuck this beach. Fuck them. It was so good. There is are also like really good tweets of like Chelsea and Tia and Anna too being like, we never stood a chance. And there's like a picture of James and Aaron and one of the girls, I don't remember who it is. Anna. James and Aaron are, it's Anna and they're holding hands. Behind the photo. Yeah, behind her. It's, yeah, it was Anna. And then you like swipe and it's the whole, the handhold up close. <laughs> Dude killed me. That's what's so funny about it is everyone from the show is also like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even the people that they hurt are like, yeah. Like, I didn't say the chance. Sense. So, uh, so funny. One of then my faves. Our next one is that Riley pulls Marissa and they go down to a day bed and Riley makes it seem like he's going to break up with her. And then he's like, nah, I'm just kidding. You want to go to the fantasy suite? And Riley and Marissa gets like so mad or like cute mad or whatever. And like, but honestly, the way Riley was having the conversation, I was like, I would be having a full-fledged panic attack. He psychs her out so much. And I'm like, oh man, like I would fight you. Like I would be so pissed. But, Um, but yeah. It then becomes cute because Joe tries to do the same thing to Serena. He starts the conversation with, so this isn't going to be an easy conversation. And Serena's like, yeah, okay. (laughs) She's like, oh, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure. Um, Yeah. And then Joe, yeah. So the marathon of breakups leads us here. And then Joe is like, I was a sad boy on the beach because he doesn't say it like that, but that's what I wrote in my I was a sad boy. I was a sad boy on the beach that day one, like when he was Moby Joe, because he wasn't, it was like, he was like, you know, I said it was like, cause it was nostalgic and all this, but really it was cause we had had our first conversation and I like knew you were someone I was going to fall in love with. And I was like, ow. <laughs> Ouch. Oh my God. Yeah. Love them. They honestly though, like they're one of my favorite couples I think we've ever gotten from this show. I love them. Oh yeah. I, I love like them. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of them and Marissa and Riley. Those yeah, are two too. of like my absolute favorite couples I've ever seen on this show. I'm like, no notes. Yeah. Then we go to the dinner portion of the fantasy suites, and um, Joe and Serena's is totally cute and normal. Not much to say about it, other than they're both just like, I can't wait to be normal and like go to dinner and like you know do whatever and like so sweet. And then we go to Mari and Kenny, and Kenny informs Mari that he's never told a girl he loves her before. Kenny is 40 years old. And I don't know about you, but that would freak me out. If I were, I'm Mari's age. If I were dating a guy who was 40 and he's like, I have never had a relationship serious enough where I felt comfortable saying I love you. Concerning. Not even by accident. Like I was like, You've never like accidentally let it slip out like how you would to your dog or something. Like I was like, I was okay. like, oh my god. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just getting red flags. I'm just getting red flags. Yeah. It's just like clearly Kenny's never opened up, and like some could argue it's like he's always been about his career. But I'm like, he's a boy band manager. Not that that's not hard, but like, I, like I don't, I don't know very fishy I'm like what do you mean yeah it's just weird I was like, like what okay just red just a red flag it's like up until this point he like lived underground and then just like crawled out for Tasha's season <laughs> and stayed for paradise like he was like okay I'm ready for the world now like super weird but then in a less weird note um we go to Riley and Marissa and okay 
I have a heart of stone, especially when it comes to this franchise. Very little phases me or makes me feel any kind of emotion. But when Riley is talking about his vision of Sunday morning with his wife, which he brought up on Tasha season two, it's something he's always had in his head of like waking up on a Sunday morning, making breakfast for his kids, his wife being there, all this stuff. Riley looks at Marissa, tells her the story and then says, when I look at you, I see Sunday morning. And I was sitting on my couch and I had tears. I had actual tears coming out of my eyes. I was like, that is so sweet. And like, especially because we've heard Riley tell that story before, like he told it on Tasha's like, it just feels like a very full circle moment that we got with Riley from kind of watching him on this whole journey. Um, And I just feel like Riley and Marissa are like perfect for each other. They're so good together. Like so good together. Um, Yeah, that was, I mean, they're so beautiful together because they have amazing moments like that where he'll say things like that and she'll say things like that. And like, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm just. But they're also fun, them. right? Like he messes with her, like he did earlier, and we're like, "Oh my god!" Like they laugh about it, and they just have a good time. I feel like generally, I don't know. Yeah, all speculation, but I adore them, and I like yeah. love this moment. I really like them too. And then so I cute. I texted you this when I watched it, but like, remember when she was with Connor at the beginning, dude? Uh, I was thinking about that. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like. <laughs> <laughs> How embarrassing. Uh, (laughs) This man just looked at her and said, when I look at you, I see Sunday morning. And earlier in the season, she was with someone who said, it's time for cat boy summer. No, immediately no. Immediately no. (laughs) What a bullet dodge, dude. Thank God, honestly. God. Um, Marissa lucked the fuck out too because she's talked about like, this is her first relationship. (laughs) Like, your first relationship is with the most perfect man on earth and you're also the most perfect woman on earth okay blessed you know what I love though about Marissa I love and I remember I liked Marissa even though she went home night one Marissa was one of the girls on Peter's season that they gave an actual intro package to yeah I remember I I liked her even then and what I like about Marissa too is obviously she's stunning and she's like wonderful whatever but I loved when they showed Riley and Marissa waking up in the morning from the fantasy suite. I love that she looked like a real fucking person. Normal. A normal yeah, person. A I was totally normal watching, person. I was thinking that watching because I was like, obviously all these couples are like supermodels. Yeah. But like she, she, and like to an extent, I think even like, I don't know. There's like a few people this season that I was like, they actually look like a real fucking person and not just like a photoshopped, unlike Ed. <laughs> literally photoshopped ed walks Um, around with a permanent paris filter yeah like what's going on no like she looks like a real person in a very i mean a very beautiful person but like yeah normal like how people wake up in the morning instead of like how this show tries to make it seem like people wake up in the morning well also yeah i i am not like surgery shaming or like anything you want to do to your body, like I support you hundred percent, but like so many of the girls that come on this show know that they're going to be on national television and that's fine, but it's like, they've gotten Botox, they've gotten lash fillers, they have extensions, they've bleached their teeth. And honestly, I don't know that I wouldn't do that if I knew I was going to be on national television for millions of people to see, I'm not shaming anybody for doing it. But I just loved looking at Marissa and being like, that's how I look when I wake up. You know, like totally. my hair isn't nice. I don't have false eyelashes. Like I'm just like, totally. this just is what it is. And I feel like it was very it refreshing. And don't get me wrong. I love me. The girls with the fake boobs and the eyelashes totally. and the Botox. I love it all. And I'm, I'm like, not even joking. I'm not shaming any of it. Like I love them all so much. Yeah. But there was just something very refreshing about watching it and seeing Marissa and being like, oh, like she looks like the people on the couch watching this show. Again, yeah. beautiful people and watching seeing it. seeing but- a, normal, a normal looking person be in a happy and loving relationship as opposed to often the, nor- the most like normal quote unquote looking people are like sent home early or like yeah. you don't yeah. get to see a lot of them. Not to mention Riley and Marissa are the first black couple to get engaged on this this franchise so that too uh amazing and beautiful like just like all around sorry no spoilies but (laughs) sorry if they didn't get engaged you would not be hearing from me I would be taking a week off 
I would again. be taking today off. You'd be here um, from Sam again. This week. You would, Sam would be here. Like I would be in bed. Um, so, so anyway, so yeah, they're just, I mean, I'm obsessed with them. I love Joe and Serena. I am obsessed with Marissa and Riley and Kenny and Mari are there. We'll, we'll count our days. <laughs> you so, know what? We'll take it a day at a time. Speaking of Kenny and Mari, they are the first to get a rose ceremony. Mari looks absolutely stunning. The dress is oh, beautiful. The hair is beautiful. It like, she looks she amazing. Is, she is gorgeous. Like yeah. really beautiful. Speaking um, of people that I don't look anything yeah. like. <laughs> oh, even Mari. with her hair, like she has naturally curly hair. And like, sometimes it gets like, kind of like, just like not even frizzy, but just like it's, she wears it natural on the beach. Yeah. Like it literally looks so good. Like how, Yeah. how are you living this way? So she comes down, uh, her and Kenny had do their whole little dumb thing that they always do on proposal day where they give their little speeches, whatever. I don't know why the bachelor producers are like give full wedding vows. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. But then Kenny says something kind of cute. He gives his whole little speech and then he's like, I just fucking love you. And like, it is yeah. cute. He's cute. And, and they like, get- he's like shaking, which is like really, I was like, he's so nervous. It was cute. I wrote yeah. too, like, who would have guessed from their appearances <laughs> on their prospective seasons that they would be here right now? That's always yeah. how it happens though. Like I was like, like Jenna and Jordan, like, yeah, like, you know, random. like random people, but it was just so funny. Cause I was like, this is so like, cause the other yeah. two, I mean, Marissa, I guess, cause she was sent home night one, but like, if you had shown me Marissa, I'd be like, okay, yeah. And Riley, I could totally see. And Joe and Serena, I could totally see Mari and Kenny. I was like, this is so random. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is so random, but like, I love it. Fun, you know what I mean? Love it for Whatever. them. I'm here for it. I liked their proposal. I thought it was really cute. And I liked that he was like shaking and nervous. Made me happy. So then we get Marissa and Riley now, beautiful, stunning proposal, stunning ring, beautiful execution. Loved it. They did Marissa so fucking dirty. The beach is hot. It's summer. She's sweating. And they could have cut so that someone could blot her face or like whatever. And then kept going. This poor girl is dripping sweat. And then I also, he faked her out again. So she's sweating out of nervousness too. Yeah. And then as if it's not bad enough that she's sweating, like literally, I mean, if you haven't watched I mean, she's dripping. They then zoom in on her face. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? It's like the most nerve wracking moment. Riley like tries to kind of fake her out. Also a proposal is like, kind of like, you know, you're like jittery. Like I'll probably be like a sweaty mess. And you're in Mexico where it's hot as hell. I was like, oh my God, this poor girl. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Nothing can keep her down because she's with the love of her life and they are beautiful together. Yeah, they're so cute and they're going to be together forever. Like, I just feel it. Like, like, they're honestly, (laughs) you will never hear from me again, (laughs) which is a threat. Like, if they break up, I swear to God. They're honestly, maybe one of the couples leaving the show that I am like the most confident in. Totally. And out of every season that I've watched, I'm like, they're going to be together forever. I just know it. Totally. I didn't feel that way with anybody from last season uh, of Paradise. Even Hannah and Dylan. Like, the the fact that they're still together, I'm like, huh. (laughs) Like, I'm kind of like... Interesting. Like, I'm not shocked by it, but I was like, when they got engaged, I was like, oh, that's, like, cute. (laughs) Remember when Katie Morton and Chris Bukowski got engaged? Yeah, like... And they, like, already hated each other when they got engaged. I was like, this is not... This is not a good idea. Um... Yeah, and then no, I I love them. They're amazing. Yeah, so they yeah, they're very knows. cute. Then of course we have to save Joe and Serena for last. Why? Because Kendall's coming back. So stupid. And it was very clearly that the producers asked her to stay. Totally. And she looked uncomfortable with it. He obviously was and uncomfortable I, with it. I feel for her at this point too because it's really easy as viewers to get really mad at her. Cause you're like, stop coming back. Like just move on. They totally made her do this. Like yeah. at this point, dude, first of all, she comes down and she's basically just giving him her blessing, which he doesn't need. And I was like, this is so dumb. And she would not do this. Yeah. 
And she was like, I just can't leave here, you know, or she's like, I'm so excited for you and Serena and blah, 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 blah. And I just like, couldn't leave here without telling you that. And he's like, okay. okay. Because he's literally minutes away from proposing to Serena. Like the last fucking person he wanted to see was Kendall. Like literally. why are and you know what makes me upset too? Not only why are they doing this to her? Why are they doing this to him? To like him. Yeah. He's like a, he is like a, a darling of bachelor nation. Like everybody loves grocery store, Joe. Like I, I don't get what they gained. No. I think like, like it didn't make any sense to do this. It was stupid. It was like to give them one last preview of like, Ooh, Kendall's back. Cause it was in the preview and it, they wanted to psych everyone out again. I'm like, First of all, nobody was psyched out. We knew. Like, I was like, I we know that Joe loves Serena. Like, it's fine. But, yeah, the poor thing. I'm like, this is just, it's just, like, hard to watch because I'm like, this is embarrassing for the franchise. Like, you guys are being stupid. Yeah. Um, and if you wanted Kendall to come back one more time and talk to him, you could have done it at any time other than minutes before he's going to propose to Serena. Yeah. could have done it at the prom. Would have yeah. been dramatic. Like, who cares? Yeah. The proposal was really weird and she clearly felt uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, what the fuck? Like, it was just so stupid. I was like, Jesus, you don't have to manufacture that much drama. Like, Right. It's a bunch of hot people fighting on the beach. Like the drama writes itself. Like you didn't we'll get need in, to do we'll it. We'll get into like the, the reason that they don't have to manufacture drama after we cover the episode. Cause I have thoughts, but anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, we're literally rushing through the episodes that we can get to everything <laughs> So else. I can unpack this. Cause it's going to so, take 50 minutes. <laughs> so then we, Kendall leaves, Serena comes down. We get their proposal, uh, which is sweet very genuine the one thing that myself and everyone on the internet was kind of making fun of is when uh serena goes there was a time that i was really cynical about love and relationships she's 23 23 we were all cynical about love and relationships when we were fucking frat guys in college serena like it's okay yeah Yeah. it's like i was cynical too last year like it's fine (laughs) there was a time like if kenny said that it's like yeah probably 20 years ago (laughs) For Serena, it's like, yeah, yesterday, dude. Like, it's fine. <laughs> you want to hear something so crazy? What? Kenny went to prom 24 years ago. Dude, insane. He was at prom like, I am a fish out of water right now. But also it was 80s themed. So he was like, I am right at home. Did you hear um, anyway. in the episode with Sam when yeah. he was like, he could vote? No, he fuck. He was like eight. <laughs> yeah, he was like eight. No, he couldn't. Uh, thanks. Anyway, yeah. And also, Joe does tell Serena that Kendall was there. And, like, she's like, oh, are you okay? Like, very much, like, yeah, not worried. She's like, I'm I'm not worried about me. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally. And then um, what I thought was interesting was that we see Mari and Kenny looking down at uh, Joe and Serena getting engaged, but not Riley and Marissa. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that it was actually flipped that Joe and Serena got engaged in the middle and then Riley and Marissa were last and that they changed the order to air it for drama's sake to put Kendall and Joe and all that last. Because they also showed those two couples walking down the stairs. Clearly, Marissa and Riley were like already on the beach. Yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah, like stupid change the order, which they do with everything. So annoying. Stupid. So then um, we get. Don't the- edit it. Just just do raw footage, <laughs> big, big brother style. Just fucking like days and days. Anyway, <laughs> we could do like Love Island where there's a new episode every night. Oh my god, that would kill me. <laughs> I'd be dead. I'd be uh, dead. so then at the end we get a new edition instead of an after the final rose, and I actually kind of loved it. At first, I was kind of jarred about not having an AFR because I do like to hear what people are up to. But at the same time, I kind of like this better because we all follow them on Instagram anyway. Like, we're going to know how they're doing. It's not like we need some dumb prompted questionnaire. But they did this, like, little update thing at the end. It was kind of like a where are they now sort of thing. And it was was so funny. It was so funny. It was so cute. I liked it. It was concise. And then I didn't have to... Because as much as I like after the final rose to see the people I like, excuse me, then I didn't have to see the people I hate. So it was really a win. This is true. This is true. <laughs> and um, did Demi have one? Uh, I think it was just her being like, yeah, it was like haters suck my ass. Oh. That was her. That was <laughs> her thing. She was like, Demi says haters suck my ass. I was like, awesome. 
that's that's gonna that should have been like my senior year yearbook quote or something yeah <laughs> it suck my ass um one of my personal I mean, the favorites only reason I would have actually liked the after the final rose is so that Brendan, Brendan and Piper would answer for their crimes but I don't even think they would have gone to be honest yeah I don't think so either um <laughs> and one of my favorite where are they now is was when they showed Joe and Serena and it said that she's excited to become a grocer's wife <laughs> so provincial <laughs> i was cracking up there were some really good ones they were really funny yeah, they were funny there were i mean yeah like i mean it well it showed so you know mari and kenny are still together they're all the three couples that got engaged are still together and then they reveal that abigail and noah got back together uh slash never broke up and then <laughs> thomas and becca got back together slash never broke up so technically there's five couples and then including Aaron and James there are six couples and then including Chris and Alana who got voted off the island but they're still together there are seven they are paradise yep yeah I'm pretty sure they're still together so that's seven couples including Aaron and James which is the truest love story we've ever seen (laughs) together forever um it was it was a good finale I really enjoyed it it should have been two hours I really think it could have been two hours but whatever um and uh that's paradise baby and that's why I like it too because at the end there's so much to follow yeah it's like yeah. oh my god it's all these people versus on bachelor or bachelorette if they pick somebody you don't really like you're like boo <laughs> but you're I'm just turning like, this, this off sucks like Katie with Blake I was like I no longer care about anything <laughs> I was like I don't care I'm checked out um with this it's like at least you're gonna like one of the storylines so yeah Good so that's it that's bachelor in paradise that's baby episode, baby that was our first time covering it it was a blast and a half it was a lot it was a full-time job <laughs> okay. i don't like, know what we're gonna do because for the last two seasons we've gotten to talk about aaron i at- literally don't know i literally don't know i'm sick right now we're gonna have to talk about different men that are not aaron <laughs> so sorry to our following he's he's gonna be new Blake Hortzman that we bring up at least once an episode totally I hope he does like I hope he like covers the episodes like Blake Hortzman does but like selfie with his tv same style yeah but but like this is the thing if Aaron did that I would think it was funny as fuck I would think it was like comedic gold I think this is new age comedy like (laughs) absolute icon behavior yeah anyway I fucking love him I'm gonna miss him and that's um, big facts. And that's big facts. <laughs> You're my world, bro. Uh, so the only thing I really want to talk about, which I don't even really want to talk about, but it's insane that they manufacture drama on this show because this happened. So basically, yeah. Dumois put on their story like a week ago and was like a certain bachelor. If you guys don't know who Dumois is, because I know that yeah, there sorry. are some people that probably Gossip. don't. Dumois is an Instagram account that is basically people will anonymously submit gossip to this Instagram account called Dumois and Dumois will post it all on their story. And sometimes if they have permission to tag who the celebrity is, they will. And sometimes they're very vague. And in this case, they were very vague, but like bachelor nation fans are, but it was like very easy to figure out. I don't have the post in front of me, but it basically was like a bachelor nation person who recently went through a breakup. Claire and Dale broke up again. If you didn't know, was hooking up with a Bachelor Nation favorite who is currently on Paradise right now, but they don't want to ruin her sweetheart edit. Obviously about Abigail, because if you, and it was like, it was someone from Matt's season, like they gave more details than yeah. that. So you could very clearly figure out that they were talking about Dale and Abigail had The only up. other person that it could have possibly been was Serena P, but it, it became but, clear early on that it was Abigail. Yeah. Yeah. Cause also they both live in New York. Like it just like made, made sense. Yeah. Sense. And so, I mean, and they said who was on a break earlier this year. So basically, presumably what happened was Dale and Abigail hooked up while Dale and Claire were on their break. And then when Dale and Claire got back together, cause now Abigail has been with Noah. So it's like, this obviously wasn't like this just happened. Recent, yeah. um, it was like most likely when they were on their break. Um, but Abigail and Claire are not friends. So at the same time, it's like Abigail doesn't really owe Claire anything. <laughs> and if you're going to be yeah. mad at someone, be mad at Dale. Like, but so they were on a break. Yeah. So that's apparently. the first part of the drama. The second part of the drama is that people have been speculating, like putting the pieces together. People have been speculating that Claire and Dale were broken up because his birthday came and Claire didn't post anything, didn't do anything for his birthday. So then Claire puts up an Instagram post of her holding her mom's hand. And she's like, I hate that I even have to do this. Like I am home with my mom who's in hospice. Like 
very sad post and she's like, I'm tired of people speculating about my relationship. Like I'm home to be with family, blah, 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 blah. Very dramatic, like Claire-esque post. And she tags Abigail in the photo of her holding her mother's hand while her mom is in hospice care. And like quickly untags her, but like many people caught it and posted it everywhere. So like the damage was done at that point. And I was like, this, this is where I'm like, why do they even need to fucking make up storylines on this show? Like it writes itself. Um, This shit, listen, I get that it's hurtful, but you're posting like her post was her being like, I am more mature than this. I don't need to give in to drama. Let me tag the girl that my ex hooked up with. (laughs) Like, and like, try to demonize her who Abigail is like what like 24 or something like maybe 26 I don't even know yeah Claire is 40 I'm like girl like you're you pride yourself on being old and mature and then you do shit like this and it's so it's like evil like I was like I don't care I'm not saying what Abigail did was right I don't know the timeline maybe there was cheating involved I don't know but like, but like, blame the person that has blame, an obligation to you, which right. is your partner, not some random 26 year old girl. Like if you think Abigail DM'd Dale while they were in a relationship, you're out of your mind. Like it's absolutely right. that Dale like reached out to Abigail. And also if the accusation is that Abigail and Dale hooked up when Claire and Dale broke up before they very publicly broke up. They posted statements. They did all this stuff. Like what technically did Abigail or Dale for that matter do wrong? Like you very publicly posted breakup statements. Like this is literally Ross and Rachel were on a break. They literally were on a break. Like actually a break. (laughs) And also for the record, friends, fans out there, (laughs) they were on a fucking break. And justice for Ross and that we were on a break debate. <laughs> Grow up, bitches. Um, but yeah, that's my thing. I'm like, you shouldn't really blame either of them because if you were on a break, sorry, that's your prerogative. You forfeit your right to have sex with your boyfriend when you break up with him. Literally. And you forfeit your right to kind of give a fuck about who he has sex with. <laughs> right, right. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm like, listen, and if you do give a fuck about who he has sex with, that's you and his business, not the girl he has sex with. Yeah. Like, it was really catty. And I was like, and people were going nuts, obviously. The internet was like, what the fuck? Because if um, there's one thing that Claire Crowley is going to do, it's be so fucking dramatic. It was so dramatic and it was almost like, it was like upsetting to the point of like, you're just trying to remain relevant. You say you don't want to be talked about because you're with your mom, but like, why would you do that if you didn't want to be talked about? Anyway, with that said, that's the drama, but Abigail's with Noah now. So who gives a fuck? And nobody cares about Dale. Yeah, like for perspective, if you don't care about timelines as much as we and Emily do, for perspective, Claire and Dale broke up and went on a break while Matt James' season was airing. So it was long before Abigail went to paradise, long before she met Noah. Like this literally has nothing to do with anything. No, it's irrelevant. I don't like calling women crazy, but it was just like very dramatic. Like I was just like, this is, this is extra. This didn't need to happen. Well, it's like, okay. It's like last week when I was talking about how Aaron said that Ivan was being a little bitch boy. (laughs) Should we call other men little bitch boys? No, we want men to feel comfortable expressing themselves. Should we as women call Claire Crawley crazy? No, but she was exhibiting some crazy behavior some behavior that was certainly questionable to say the least and has been for the last year so I don't really know (laughs) like unfortunately it's a theme should we say (laughs) these things no No. but if the shoe fits who's gonna beat my ass if the shoe fits who's gonna beat my ass (laughs) thank you for coming that's the title of the episode (laughs) Um, (laughs) with that said Uh, this was a fun season. I love <laughs> man. I really do. I'm going to miss it. But Michelle, in two weeks, so we will not be here for an episode next week. Yeah, we won't be here for an episode next week. Um, And also this show, like literally usually like Bachelor podcasts, I feel like they get to be like, 
we're taking a three month hiatus. Like we'll see you when the next season starts. But because they have this lineup so fucking stacked, this is literally just like our other job that we do. Like we're here every goddamn week. Yeah, literally. Like this is a job. So start paying us, you bitches. <laughs> so let us know um, if we should start a Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. We'll be here uh, two weeks from now covering Michelle. I hope it's a blast and a fucking half. I hope it's so good. I hope it's so I'm, good. I'm tired and I'm manifesting a great season for Michelle. Also because I love her. With that said, thank you for With joining that us said, for Bachelor in Paradise. It was a time. It was a blast. There were, there were good moments. There were highs and there were lows. Ultimately, what matters is Aaron and James left together. So please uh, follow us on Instagram if you don't at Don't Insult My Podcast, and also follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Don't insult my intelligence. And oh yeah, us a review. I actually checked where you can stream our podcast on our um, like distributor website. Um, you can listen to us, Emily. Did you know this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Castbox, like all sorts of places that I didn't even know. I've never heard of any of those except Spotify and Apple Music, but I don't care. Listen, go listen, go listen to us on Stitcher if you see, see fit. Like, go do <laughs> it. Stitcher's your jam. Stitcher's my jam too, besties. And you know what? Follow your dreams. All right, we'll see you. Bye, in two everyone. Weeks. Love you so much. <laughs>